Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 94 is brought to you by Fantastic, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I are joined by one of our Haken villagers, Quantrell Taval. We will be discussing the new Haken artwork and all things Animal Crossing with Quantrell, including his love for Pocket Camp. So to begin, hello Sergio, how you doing? Hello Chewie, I'm doing rather well. <laughs> awesome, and hello Quantrell, welcome to the show. Greetings and salutations, gentlemen. <laughs> we're we're excited to have you. It's been pretty. F- you I feel like you always leave these really awesome comments, both on Discord and on our videos and everything. And I'm always like, yeah, you you make really good points all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I probably ruined that one. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's okay. You know, we cough and that sort of thing every once in a while. You know, one time I felt really bad because. Well, both physically and kind of emotionally, not like really bad emotionally, but it was more like I was sick one day when we were recording and I was just kind of sniffly the whole time and somebody pointed it out and I oh, was what? like, oh no, I was trying so hard not to like be gross in this recording, but I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, you know, you, we record rain or shine, well, you know, yeah. we're inside, so it doesn't really bother us too much <laughs> that way. Um, yeah, but if yeah. you didn't, you'd get all these <clears throat> crazy messages like, where's the podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got to keep this show going for pretty much ever, I think. Yeah, I forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess if you're all listening or watching on YouTube, if you've clicked on this through whatever your podcast app of choice is, you may have noticed we have some new artwork for the show. And this is because we are now officially in September, which a year ago today, we did not know about Animal Crossing Switch at all. I mean, we all had dreams of it, but it wasn't anything confirmed. So this is going to be a fun month, I think. But we have some new artwork, of course, because every month we like to change it up and have just something else for you all to enjoy. Um, so a little bit about this piece. It was created by Brandy Payne, and her website is brandypayne.myportfolio.com. And she spells her name B-R-A-N-D-I, so an I instead of a Y. And then pain is not like the pain that hurts you, but more P-A-Y, like pay, uh, your loan with bells, <laughs> and then N-E, so pain, <laughs> that's it. Um, and then You might want to put Twitter. that in the, in the thing, in the show description. Oh yeah, it'll for sure be in the show description for everybody, <laughs> in, but in case you don't look, that's how you spell it all. <laughs> um, so anyways, they made this piece, I contacted them, and I. it's another artist I found through that... Um, what was it? it was Share the warmth zine that oh, Sergio bought a copy. Awesome. I bought a copy, and the one I really love that they made it really easy to find all of these artists because they're all listed in the back. Their page number is associated with their art. Right. It's all very organized and easy to look through, and I, I've just been using that because there's so many pieces. Like Jackie and I, we um. We essentially looked through the book and Jackie was like, ooh, I like this one. I like this one. And I was like, I'll contact them all (laughs) and figure out what to do for their artwork, you know. Um, But yeah, I guess you both can see this piece. What do you think of it? It's kind of a a new look for Haken. 
Yes, it's very it's very September, like you know, like twilight kind of lighting, uh, the bug off with that. It, it, it's just it's nice, like it gives you a hint, you know, summer is ending finally, thank goodness, and it's almost fall, so it, it's very well <laughs> depicting of that. Yeah, if you're catching common butterflies at this time of the day, you're not going to win any prizes from that. that's very true i mean you should be going for those like big oak silk moths that are on the trees at night you know (laughs) right no this is when you have the you catch the butterflies from the island and you just hold it until Uh what you call it until the thing and then after you go through all your junk bugs then that's when you're like okay here are these what are those the big giant butterflies yeah the things are called like here's like 10 of them (laughs) <laughs> I think they were the bird wing butterflies, it, like bird the big wing butterflies. Yeah, those are great. And you know, you're totally re- reminding me of like what the strategies were around the bug off, where it was like because you got like different furniture, you know, right. each time you you passed the the record, and so you'd essentially have to plan out your bugs. Like, okay, I got to catch like some small ones here, and then just gradually get bigger, so I can just keep beating my record, <laughs> right? And then get as much of the bug furniture as possible you know yeah <laughs> yeah so if boone's catching common butterflies he's going to be standing off on the side of the podium yeah and i'm pretty sure <laughs> henry's thinking the same thing nat usually does and he's about to eat yeah that butterfly. He's about to eat it. He's <laughs> <on full net>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like you know what i've done my work for today <laughs> i i feel like i need a reward at this point <laughs> a nice little snack should do it <laughs> yeah well job well done yeah, yeah. And I really, I've shared it with everybody on the Discord so far. Um, well, a little bit earlier. And I was really happy that people were saying, like, this might be their favorite piece so far. It's a, it's exciting to see whenever a new artist comes up and mm. they just keep getting more fun, you know? Yeah, I didn't even uh, know that was Henry at first. I thought that was Lily initially. Oh, yeah. Lily. We actually had Lily in Last the month. previous one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, what's funny though is she's kind of like facing the fireworks, so you can't really see it, Lily. Right. You, you just see like the back of her head. <laughs> right. But yeah, her color scheme's pretty recognizable. But yeah, Henry's got kind of a similar thing going on. And I do want to mention like both Boone and Henry, um, they both have September birthdays. Hence why. Oh. Yeah. I, I've been. I've sometimes I go off of it. Like the last piece, I kind of let. Uh, Jaren pick um, who essentially was in the piece and she kind of went with villagers who lived in her town currently <laughs> um, and this one I was like you know what let's just do September birthdays and I feel like I- I'm sad about this but like the gorillas get a lot of hate or at least, at least like the gorilla body types and um, those characters in Animal Crossing and I'm just like right. they've really really grown on me I really enjoy the gorilla characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they usually give them like crazy eyes, like the girl ones. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> like the uh, the 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 Hello Kitty one. Like her eyes look like feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rilla. Yeah, they do get some funky designs uh, for them, but I don't know. I think they're fun. I think it's really cool that you can meet all of these different animals and i don't know i another one that get a lot of hate are the kangaroos and i've always loved kangaroos and i think they're they're just fun villagers i like the the animals that aren't really around me 
here in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if there's any kangaroos. You have is there like a zoo close close by? You know at? what? There is a zoo, like literally probably four minutes from me, and we can see gorillas, but they don't have like kangaroos at all. Aww. Yeah. Um, but they oh they also have these giant tortoises. I want tortoises to come oh. <laughs> to Animal Crossing so bad. The, you don't of say. This, this is the first yeah. I'm hearing of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it may surprise all of you, <laughs> but they do have really huge tortoises at this uh, zoo. They're like I, I have never seen a tortoise that big. It's probably like three feet long. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Brandy made this piece. I do want to tell you their Twitter and Instagram as well, which will also be in the show notes, but their Twitter is at Brandy Recognize, and then their Instagram is at Brandy Recognition. So a little different. There's Recognize and Recognition. Yeah, don't switch them up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you'll get on Twitter if you do Brandy <laughs> Recognition. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, you know. Don't blame me if you see something you don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't draw anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, you know, we have Nat here in this piece, too. And Nat is a character I've always... I always find these characters pretty funny because they, you know, they always hint at eating whatever you bring to them. <laughs> and I've always enjoyed that little joke that's there because you you start to wonder. It's that... It's that moment in Animal Crossing where every animal is aware that they're an animal and they eat other animals. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So you just wonder, like, is, is it okay? I, I guess I have fruit in my town. Are you okay just eating fruit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you do if you have, like, Rex and Savannah in the same town? <laughs> yeah, you've got a lion and a zebra. <laughs> Usually that doesn't end so well in nature. No, not, not really. <laughs> yeah. Here, Rex, and then the, have this perfect pair, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hope this satisfies us. But you know what? If Simba can grow up on a meal of bugs and everything, I think I think Rex can deal with some apples. <laughs> yeah, he never did eat a... Was it Pumba? He never ate Pumba, so... Yeah, and that that's hard for me, even. <laughs> I <love some> <laughs> um, yeah, and then the last thing I wanted to say about this piece is I do really love the sunset type of look. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I feel like we've been I've been trying to get like different times of day in these new pieces of art because I think the first one started out very daytime, you know. Yes. And so the lighting was very bright and everything, but. Like, Animal Crossing has some serious atmosphere to it, especially, like, I watch probably more than I should that time lapse of the New Horizons um, trailer. <laughs> That's where the they best kinda, part of the trailer. It's the best part. I know. <laughs> I love it so much, but I, I can just watch that all day every day (laughs) and just appreciate like the different shadows and the lighting going on so yeah i really do like the new kind of lighting for this but because we haven't really done in evening kind of just before the sun goes down a piece of art for the show and Mm -hmm. it's nice to see it that way yeah it's a it's a really nice picture and the fact that that's in it you know um Nat is only, he only has like three bug contests like the whole year. You see Chip like nine months out of the year, but you only see Nat during the summer months. 
that, that I didn't even realize that. That's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> it feels like that in Pocket Camp as well. <laughs> you just yeah, see Matt Chip. has not yeah. has not existed yet. Yeah, you just see Chip over and over and over, and I'm like, you guys, there's like this whole place over here for bugs. <laughs> let's right. do let's do a contest there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you most absolutely could. Yeah, especially because I really do like, um, and we'll get more into Pocket Camp a little later, but I do really like the the kind of fish tanks that we got in some of the previous Pocket Camp events, and I would mm-hmm. love to get like more bug kind of containers. What do you call those? I don't know. Uh, terrariums? <laughs> yeah, terrariums? I guess so. Yeah, terrariums, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, some bug terrariums for my camper would be really awesome. <laughs> Which I still need a I, I still need to decorate. I turned one part into home theater kind of thing, but I want like just an aquarium upstairs. <laughs> oh, is this your RV? Nice. Yeah, this is my RV. Okay, yeah, there's plenty of so many fish tanks from like the beginning, like the first year. They've done so many different things. Yeah, like the second yeah. year that they used to do that they don't do anymore. Uh, but yeah, they used to give you all the new fish that was in the tournament, and then they just stopped. Yeah, that's a real bummer. There's some things that have changed. And like I said, we're going to get into it. Um, But before we do, let's actually move on and talk about all things Animal Crossing. Kind of, I got a lot of general questions for you, Quantrell, because I always love to hear kind of people's experiences with Animal Crossing, as well as like, what got them into it? Why do they love it so much? And that sort of thing. So let's just go into my first question. Like, when and why did you get into Animal Crossing? Okay, so Population Growing came out in like 2002, correct? Yes, in the States. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is correct. yeah. Okay, so I graduated from college in 2001. That's how old I am. <laughs> uh, and back then, I used to be a huge IGN reader back in the Matt Castle Messina heyday, name drop. <laughs> uh, and so I used to... Uh, like I had a I had a job, and so uh, when I wasn't at work, I'd come home and I read IGN all the time. And uh, right before Animal Crossing came out, they was they started hyping it up, and it sounded interesting. It didn't sound like anything that I'd already played before. Mm. Uh, like I played played The Sims before, but this sounded like some simish, but not exactly. Right. So I just said, "Eh, why not?" Uh, so I. I rode to I rode my bike to Circuit City. Oh uh, man, I miss Circuit City. <laughs> I rode my bike to Circuit City and I picked up a copy and I got home, plucked it in. It came with uh what you call it? It came with a memory card. Uh put that in uh and did the the basic tutorial and then I don't know what happened. It just clicked and I was hooked like ever since. That is pretty awesome. I love all these callbacks, too. (laughs) I miss Circuit City, for sure. Um, But yeah, that's awesome. I really do... uh, I like hearing your story because it's very unique, I'd say, from what we've had so far. Because I think, you know, being older than some of us, not all of us. Just a bit. Because we do have some older, older people who listen to the show and everything. And every once in a while, chime in a bit. But... Um, but I do really like getting that experience of like, 
you were at a point where you could just like ride your bike over and get a game. And that's pretty awesome. And I'm jealous of that because I didn't get like the box art or anything for the game until just this past year. Mm. Um, oh, really? You had like a generic GameStop black case or something? Not even that. Like I borrowed the game from a friend in high school uh, who gave it to me in literally a, like a, one of those clear just CD cases that Ah. that you get with like yes. a pack of CDs to burn things, you know? <laughs> right. um, so I just got it in that and it had been, and eventually I was like, Hey, so like high school is almost over. Do you want this game back that you gave me three years ago? <laughs> and they were, they were fine with me keeping it. And I was like, cool. Cause this is kind of my life now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so like my experience was like, I borrowed games from friends when I could because, you know, I, I'm just a kid at that point. Don't really have too much disposable income or anything. Um, so I don't know. I really like that you just went out and got it, especially from reading like IGN <laughs> and stuff. Um, I've always been – I keep – I don't know when I started listening to the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast, but – I keep notes of like all the people who really like Animal Crossing on that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, when they first when they first started that podcast, it was like uh, we we speak or no, that was the name of the microphone Nintendo. So, but it was like we we chat or something like that, oh. where they were making fun of the fact that they didn't have voice chat on Nintendo. But it was we something. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely didn't start that early on. I will say. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know when I started like getting into, I guess, video game kind of. What's the word for it? Publications or coverage, or you know, news, video game news. Even um, mm -hmm. I essentially would just like pop into see E three stuff for from Nintendo every year, and then I think it must have been like college ish where I started listening to podcasts and seeing just more video game news and being like oh there's a way to keep up with all of this stuff it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah well back in my day in order to see uh e3 stuff we had to wait for the egm that came out afterwards oh <laughs> in, uh, in order to find out what happened at uh at e3 i don't even right. think it was e3 it was like i think it started at ces at first before it became e3 <laughs> oh yeah, that would be true. <laughs> um would I and I'm also jealous of the, like the early days of E3 too because I think my brothers at the time were in college and they were at USC so they're just in downtown LA and E3 would take place there and they'd have like access to the expo floor and everything. Like they could just take a train over to, I think it must have been the Los Angeles Convention Center or something, but mm -hmm. they'd take a train over there and just, they got to try out like Super Mario 64 for the first time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like they were one of that first group and everything. And I was just like, man, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much, I'm, I'm dating myself. That's pretty much where I was at. Like, I think the N64 came out my freshman year of college. That's cool. Yeah, I think my brothers had just they were they were probably like the near the end of college at that point. Um and so like with them I always kind of grew up playing Nintendo and Super Nintendo 
And then one Christmas, we just got back from like a trip to Mexico that we always did in the winter. And they had broken into our place. <laughs> and I say broken oh. in because they literally broke in. They had broken the wi- the front window to get it. The, to unlock our door and just put like tons of presents in the, in our house. Um, because there wasn't like, they didn't have a key to get in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they broke in and gave us presents. So did I they think, fix it? Uh, eventually, yeah. That way, cause, it, cause, it, cause it was like, you know, that's a hazard right there because you could literally reach in and unlock the door. Open right. it. That's kind <laughs> of a that, problem. Yeah. So they did fix it. I think they stuck around, probably came back came in like the day before or the a couple days before and just hung out around the place while they waited for us to open an N64 and play uh, I guess Banjo Kazooie Diddy, Diddy Kong Racing and um Super Mario 64 of course nice <laughs> the good old days yeah college in college our our games of choice were Mario Tennis Mario Kart and the uh the WCW and the WWF wrestling games. Oh, nice! Yeah, th- those are all really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was back in the because that was in the back in the heyday of like Stone Cold and The Rock and WWF versus WCW. So every Monday night, everybody was packed to their TV to watch wrestling. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I really I love that stuff. It's kind of like um, skateboarding video games came out around that time too. Nah, yeah, all the okay. Tony Hawks. Yeah, in skate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really fun to go back and play all of those. Um, so you started Animal Crossing from the very beginning. That's amazing. Uh, one of the rare few nowadays. Um, yeah, I know. All these whippersnappers are like City Folk was my first game. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not surprised when they say like Wild World is their first game because that game sold like crazy. Yeah. So, right. So it's just like you you meet a lot of people who started out with that being their experience. And then, you know, not as many people got City Folk, but it was still more than um, population growing. And then New Leaf, by then I felt like the game had a name, people were into it, and a lot of people got it. So I don't know how many people, New Leaf was their first game, but I'm sure there were a lot still. I'm sure there are plenty. Yeah, because it sold like, I don't know, 12 million already. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, you've pl- been playing from the very beginning. What has been your favorite Animal Crossing game? Um, and I guess we'll we'll stick to mainlines right now, and then we'll ask you about <laughs> kind of the spinoffs too. All right, no problem. All right, so it was population growing until New Leaf. Ah. <laughs> uh, the thing about Wild World was when it came, like I was really excited when it came out, and while it did add some things on to the Animal Crossing formula from population growing. I felt it was like one step forward, two steps back, especially with holidays. Like Yay Day and Lottie Day were not the most interesting of days. <laughs> uh, the the game was like so slow compared to like population growing. Like population yes. growing, like it like when you run, like it's it, it plays really smooth. And Wild World just feels like it's chugging at like 10 frames a second. <laughs> um, and, I, the, and the population growing music is still my favorite soundtrack from all the mainline games. Mm. Especially like 7 a.m., uh, 5 p.m., 8 p.m. is still my, is my absolute favorite track out of the entire series. 
and we can never forget the goat of uh rainy day oh yeah love the rainy day theme from population Lauren. yeah so so it's not that i what's i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt oh Uh, no no go for it so so i did like population i'm not sorry uh wild world and i did like city folk uh despite being probably the resident city folk hater on the discord (laughs) uh but it's only because I didn't I didn't hate it. It just disappointed me how it was just literally wild world on my TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think there I totally understand a lot of those sentiments. I feel like maybe a lot of us who started with population growing feel kind of the same way where it's hard to beat that population growing experience when it's that first one you played. And right. I, I really like that point you made about how fast that game is because even now, I think it's still the fastest Animal Crossing game, which yes. is a weird thing to be interested in in such of like a kind of slow paced, very <laughs> relaxing type of experience, you know? Right. But just like the the load screens are so short in that. And like right away, like your character, if it walks through a door, say I walk into Tom Nook's place, if I keep my joystick tilted in the forward direction... I'll have already moved a few steps forward before the screen even comes back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like all of those load screens were very short. It was very quick. It was snappy and everything. Um, And I appreciate that because it's very easy to get stuck in load screens, screens in Animal Crossing because you walk through so many doors every you go into your house and you walk to a different room that's a load screen you walk back it's a load screen <laughs> right that little you see that trolley all the time in new leaf yeah in the bottom right hand corner yeah i want like some stats on like on average how many people uh, how much time is spent oh, on that man. one screen <laughs> <laughs> right because every once in a while like i i'll record the weekly updates you know and when i go through a town i Sometimes I spend a little bit more time. I have to cut it down and to fit like what I said versus like how much I played. And it's so easy to get down to the time just by cutting out those load screens for me. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I mean, I, I mean, I obviously they have to do what they have to do, but it's population growing. Like everything was so fast. It's the only game where when you run, you actually feel like you're running. You can't run in city folk, or you'll live in a desert. <laughs> uh, and then like i said like wild world it just feels like the the game is just so slow and i don't think it's what you call it it was nothing but bad design or anything it's just that the game was just slow yeah i think it was definitely like just the hardware it's on it's not gonna right. be as powerful as some of like the home consoles type of that are out there so and you know it's essentially their first like not their first like handheld, but it's their first DS line thing. So they mm-hmm. were definitely focused on like how do we get like the touch screen stuff right? How do we get both screens to show up correctly on this thing? Mm, right. So, right. Like but, how could we use this microphone? Yeah, yeah. And then how do we introduce internet play to Nintendo games, you know, because that was the first console out there that Nintendo made that had internet capabilities. Up until then you had to you could do it with like the GameCube by getting some accessory that you could plug in, and right, right. It was more trouble than what it was worth. 
Yeah, I, I never saw anybody with that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a person. Not a single person at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and that said, like, I know I kind of pointed out New Leaf's kind of um, load screen type of flaws, but overall, like, the gameplay of New Leaf is definitely, it's it's not to be underestimated because that has managed to in our eyes at least, beat that first population experience or population growing experience and become more of our favorite game, you know? Yeah. Right. That's just, it, it, that was the first game where I felt like they really added on to stuff instead of, uh, well, why, like I said, like Wild World and City Folk being virtually the same. Wild World felt like it did some stuff good, but then it did some stuff not as good. And so it ended up not being as uh, enjoyable as population growing was for me. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I see. I feel like that takes away from like the progression and growth of the series, um, the stuff that it doesn't do as well, and so y- you get a bit of that trade off where, yeah, there are some new things, but there are also a bunch of things that are missing. Whereas like New Leaf got the opportunity to really add, not just like combine a lot of the stuff that already existed in each of the games, but also add and build on top of that in a bigger way. Right. And that's why that was the best until February, until next March. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> New, okay. I'm going to say it right now, New Horizons is my favorite Animal Crossing game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm right there with you already. Yeah. Um, so but I have just by that time lapse. Yeah, I have a question about New Horizons, but before that, I do want to ask you, and I think I know the answer, but what is your favorite Animal Crossing spin-off game? Uh, it's Pocket Camp. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's Pocket Camp. Yeah. And I'll I'll leave that at that because we are going to talk about Pocket Camp a lot more. Okay. It, um so we just mentioned new horizons of course and how that's going to be the best animal crossing game ever what are you (laughs) what are you looking forward to in new horizons okay well first off i really enjoy animal crossing more on the tv than i do on the handheld uh it's just it looks better it plays better uh so i'm i just like sitting down in front of the tv and vegging out on animal crossing but (laughs) Most importantly, uh, this is going to be the first time in a mainline game I actually get to be a, a black character. And I know for a lot of people, like, like they're probably like, like I don't know, I don't think you really, you really understand how what a big deal that is to someone who is a is a black person or uh, like you when you're uh, of, of a uh, ethnicity or whatever, just not being able to really represent who you are and uh in your character mm-hmm. and uh so like and when i played uh city folk and uh new leaf i always use the me mask just so i can just so i can have my uh, character <laughs> be black right uh so i'm i'm excited about that uh and then just doing something new cuz i like y'all like i've played uh new leaf to death uh, there's, I mean, there are some things that I could do. Like I haven't gotten gold badges for everything or whatever, but I don't really care about that. I'm ready to just like just start over and pay lots and lots of debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I totally relate to that too. Um, you know, being Mexican, essentially, I was always like, 
Yeah, I, I liked that they had the tanning in New Leaf, especially because, like, you know, the game came out during the summer. So, you, obviously, we're going to play a lot within the release of a game. And so it was very easy to get to a skin tone that I felt matched mine a little better, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't mind it that, that first year. But then, you know, the winter comes in, you're not in the sun as much your character's not in the sun as much and that tan starts to fade away and you're just like oh man what am i gonna do and then by the next summer after that you're like maybe you don't you don't spend as much time on the outdoor activities as before because you caught all of the fish you caught all the bugs exactly and so you don't get that same opportunity to tan anymore and so it was just like a hassle overall you know and because and i do really like what you said where it's like you're making a character that is a representation of yourself in some way. At least a lot of people do. Some people will make like a, um, a pretend character or mm-hmm. I don't know what's the right word for that, but they'll make like a side character that's meant to be like kind of a role play type of thing. But when you're right. working on that like original character of your own Animal Crossing is a game that's like very, very tied to your identity and your identity is very tied to you. You know, like both are very important. Right. Because you're designing your house, your your town. It's your fashion sense. So a lot of so it's a very it rep the stuff that's in the game represents you. But uh, who you are, what you look like is a big part of who you are. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm really glad that there's going to be a work around it right from the get-go in this next game and because it, I mean they've introduced it already like Happy Home Designer let us choose our skin tone and everything just like right yes. off the bat and then Pocket Cam continued that and now it's just like I'm glad that I guess I'm glad that like Nintendo is a big company because like you once you do business all over the world and you realize that there are so many other people out there that are enjoying what you do and bringing them in is only beneficial. I think I really appreciate that, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Um, I forgot some of the other things you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot some of the things I mentioned too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, how do you feel about uh, the crafting mechanic being added? Uh, well, I surely hope they uh, do more with it than Pocket Camp has started to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. I wish, uh, I need Pocket Camp to give us some more crafting things. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't mind... Well, I don't. I don't know. Are we going to talk about this when we get to the pocket camp section? Because I don't. I really don't mind them having new stuff all the time. That's great, and wonderful. But there's still yeah. thousands of things from the old games that it's like, well, just throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll make a, actually a little theory about that a little bit later too. Um, just based on like kind of what we've heard developers say and what Pocket Camp has been doing lately, I, I have an idea for them. <laughs> okay. Um, so I remember the episode that we had, uh, brought to us by you, we talked about unpopular Animal Crossing opinions (laughs) and I remember you being very excited about it (laughs) and I was really glad that you were excited about it because I was kind of, I went into like posting that episode and I was just like, well, let's see how people feel about us after this one. (laughs) 
um, because I'm sure we said some things that people clearly did not agree with. I definitely, I, I told somebody in the comments because I appreciated that they were very honest with me because <laughs> uh, they did not agree with a lot of stuff that we said. Um, and I told them, I was like, hey, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really open like that. But I was like, I really appreciate that you're leaving the comments that I expected us to get more of. <laughs> um, but I think that just goes to show you like the Animal Crossing community is so just like in general, pretty nice. <laughs> so I think a lot of people took it well. But I was glad to get somebody who was like, Man, you guys, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're wrong about every everything you just said is wrong. <laughs> Why do you exist? <laughs> yeah, so I did want to hear some of your own unpopular Animal Crossing opinions. Okay, well, I'll start with the most obvious. Uh, Amiibo Festival is fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're friends with Coconut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, all right. So I understand that the uh, that there's a lack of skill as you in in playing uh, Amiibo Festival. It's not like uh, Mario Party, but I actually think that's more of a benefit than a uh, something that that holds it back. Because with if you have uh, like mini games or whatever, if I were to play with like a couple of kids or whatever. More than likely, I would win like every mini game, and so that mm. just gives me an unfair advantage in uh, getting stars or whatever. So the only way I would lose would be for the game to somehow cheat me, like Mario Kart or something. You know how like you always get blue shell, <laughs> red shell, green shell, like right before the finish line. Yep. So, uh, but with Amiibo Festival, with it being so luck based, I guess, or random or whatever, literally anybody can win the game. Uh, so. That keeps the keeps it competitive for one and two. The secret to the game being really really fun is turnips, like the the turnip trading, uh, trying to guess when to when to sell, when to buy, mm -hmm. waiting for uh, which one. I need a three so I can offload these turnips so I don't <laughs> take a bath or I get like five hundred bells a turnip or whatever. <laughs> like there's strategy in that, and that's what really makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, I think. I've I've been playing it more um, because we've got that tournament going and I'm definitely I, I for sure appreciate like the turn up value to the game because I feel like most of the skill or I guess kind of like more of the strategy would be based around that mechanic. But also I think more and more I've been really appreciating those games that can give that person who doesn't play as much video games as you a chance. You know, right? Um, because you mentioned like Mario Party, and I'd play. I played Super Mario Party. Um, we went to a friend's place. Jackie and I played with uh, a couple other friends. And Jackie doesn't play as much as many video games as I do, but I really appreciated the mini games in that one because it was like there was a mix of ones that took skill, and then there was a mix of uh, like a good mix of ones that were just like completely luck based <laughs> right or, or the motion was easy enough for just like anybody to pick up and do and so i feel like they're having those types of games that are inviting to people who just don't spend as much time playing video games and don't really know their way around a controller you know or even like you know sometimes you you give a controller to somebody and they're like all right 
before I even hold this, like, what do you, am I even looking at? <laughs> like, being able to comprehend what's on screen is a big thing. And so sometimes you just need an amiibo festival there where it's just like, okay, so I have this thing. You're going to take this figure and you're going to put it here. You're going to roll <laughs> your die. And that's <laughs> and then you're just going to try to be happier than everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and it, everyone has equal and it's equal opportunity happiness for everyone. Yeah, up until you reach that ending point, and somebody lands on that like, "Oh, you planted a money tree, and it finally paid <laughs> off." <laughs> yeah, why do you think I picked Tom Nook for that tournament? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good. It, he's a money maker for sure, right? Like, but, there's like I've because I've I've played the game a lot, so I'm letting y'all in on a little secret. Like towards the end of the game, when they start giving out like big cash. Like, there's an opportunity for Tom Nook to, like, sell a house, and then he'll get, like, 90,000 bells. <laughs> yeah, so you, you work the system. You got... <laughs> I, I work the system. That's why I picked Tom Nook. <laughs> the odds are in your favor now. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Did you have any other unpopular Animal Crossing opinions you want to share you know, with us? If I, was, if I was a smart man, I would have written these down before... Because <laughs> uh, I was like, because I had them all in my head, and then I should have just like picked up my phone and typed it in my notes. That's literally the only one I can think of right now. But I bet you, as soon as we get off, stop recording, <laughs> they're all gonna come running back to me. Yeah, which is fine. You can always just share them with us at any time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just gonna have to go on YouTube and like, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think a lot of people, and it's funny because I'm. Uh, I'm working on a video and I was kind of just looking up reactions to Amiibo Festival on YouTube and I found some really funny reactions oh, where yeah. people were just like, oh no, <laughs> they, they were not happy about that. <laughs> no, like I've seen people like burn, burn the things. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a bit excessive sometimes, <laughs> right? Like they've uh, already got your money, so I don't. They're not doing any anybody any good. Yeah, by burning it. Yeah, and because it's generally like still a pretty good deal for like five amiibo that you, are. Yeah, you get a bunch of amiibo. You get three amiibo cards, two things, and it a I think a pretty decently fun game. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like you got to dig around and play some of the side modes as well. I always love that balloon pop game, and of course, Desert Island Escape. Yeah, um, that's really the only one I like. I would be into trivia, but the trivia one is so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I think the main issue with that trivia is just like there's no other context for the questions. Like I feel like, I feel like within a regular mainline Animal Crossing game and like it, actually being in that world and playing in it, like you're going to do a lot better, but just going straight into Amiibo Festival and being like, oh man, what? I, I caught this like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, what is this shirt? Uh, a uh, mint gingham? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They ask you some really tough questions in that, but yeah. And, and then they give you more than four options. Oh, I know. What is wrong with that? <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, we've got to get at least like a 25% chance of getting this right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or cut it down to 33. Just give us three options. <laughs> right. Like, I don't I don't know what they were doing with that one. But, yeah. but I mean, trivia is normally fun, but the way they did it, it's like, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it, I I also fear for like the cards in the trivia game because you have to like slap them down on that controller before everybody. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, uh uh-uh. uh. I, I I specifically bought. I, I have a bunch of top holders, like the bi- kind of the thick protective casings for the amiibo cards, uh-huh. and I specifically put them in those if I plan on playing the trivia because I'm like, no. This yeah. is, this the set is complete, everybody. Like my amiibo <laughs> cards, I have them all. No, you're not going to mess them up. <laughs> not today. Right. <laughs> and it's like everyone eventually they start hovering around like the control pad so that you only have to do like short little wrist things yeah. for it to register. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so the last thing I wanted to ask you before we get into Pocket Camp was how are you feeling with the lack of Animal Crossing news right now? Um, I guess, like specifically, like New Horizon stuff. Are you, are you bored? Are you anxious? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, well, I just bought my Switch like two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, yeah. I got a Red Box Switch. Nice. So I finally joined the club, and I got Fire Emblem with it, and. So far, between like whatever free time I do have, I end up playing uh, Fire Emblem. So, a lack of, while I would like more news, and there are rumors that there's a Nintendo Direct coming up really soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm I'm patient enough to where I can wait. It'll come when it comes. As long as the game will be good. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure there's gonna, there's going to be a. Uh, Animal Crossing Direct come February or so, where they pretty much tell you everything you need to know. So, yes. So outside of that, I really don't know what they what they would tell us that different because I don't really know how much new stuff there is that they haven't shown already. Yeah, that's true. There's um, I think a lot of the fun in the game is just like being thrown into it and not knowing to what to expect and it's a very different game in the sense of that real-time clock where i remember the first time i played it i didn't really know what to expect i was just thrown into it and i think i like vaguely understood that there was a real-time clock aspect to it and i was like how do they do that i don't understand how it moves at the same time we move (laughs) that's weird (laughs) like that that part was beyond me and then i started playing it and i was like oh cool I can just like I, I gotta play every day <laughs> and <laughs> log in and find everything. And so I don't know. I think it's it's a nice way to be introduced to the game, not knowing too much, and then eventually finding yourself three months down the line and being like, "Oh man, all you gotta do to do that is this, and then that, and then there you go. You're right." <laughs> like yeah, you I mean, I, I think it's best just like discovering things on your own as opposed to being told and showing everything. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm just, I have so much fun looking at new trailers too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Know what they could do if instead of if they show one at this at the next direct or whatever, uh, instead of showing uh, more new stuff, I bet if they just showed a trailer full of uh, old NPCs, just you talking to them. I'm pretty sure that that would more than satisfy everybody. Yeah. So they can stop saying, oh, my God, it's Blathers. Oh, my God, it's Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's true. I mean, like, we – I'm going to think of something trivial right now that I freaked out over. Um, I sent 
my my friends were watching my live stream. They they're friends from my old Splatoon team that I played on, and <laughs> one of them made a joke of like, "Oh, fast forward to this part. You can watch Chewie talk about butterfly shadows." <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, like, if if we got a trailer of a character talking to a bunch of different villagers, we would freak out. <laughs> yeah, that's We'd all they really so need excited. to do without, that way they don't have to show anything. They can still save stuff for their February uh, Animal Crossing Direct, but still throw you a bone to where you still can go crazy for like the next two months or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, we. I would love to see just any little bit more too, because it's like we got one sh- quick little look at autumn and winter in the game, and I was just like, "Oh man, this gets me so excited!" <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be happy to see like any of those scenes because I remember the New Leaf trailer that we got. There's the moment at the end of the trailer where the characters walking down on their town. And it it's essentially switching through all of the seasons and you get to mm-hmm. see them. And I'm just like, man, that's awesome. It's it's kind of equivalent to that time-lapse scene in the New Horizons trailer that right. we saw. I do recall. Like, they walked out of their house and they walked straight down. And then they showed, like, all four seasons, one mm-hmm. after the other. Yeah. 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 And just seeing, like, something like that, it's just... I feel like that captures Animal Crossing right there. Like, you're just going through the stages of life, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Good, sir. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun. It's fun. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, w- I want to see more for sure. But I'm also, I've also hit that point recently where I'm just like, you know what? Nintendo has made me wait a long time in the past. They'll probably keep making me wait a long time in the future. <laughs> I'm fine if the next time I see this game is March 20th when it's in my hands and I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, we got like six months or so to go, right? Yeah, I I just have to accept that like my forty minutes of gameplay, which is pretty good, that's a lot of stuff, and the trailer on top of that, like right, that that's a good amount for me to keep watching over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though you know what, a check in every season, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you're loving these. Uh, how the grass has turned just a little bit lighter in Pocket Camp. Huh? Yeah, I I can't tell you how much I was looking at it, and I was just like. <laughs> This is so great. This is, I love it. (laughs) I I literally, I went, I changed my camp like right away as soon as like this event started and I turned it more into an autumn theme. I put those birch (laughs) trees on that have like the falling leaves and everything. And I was just like, man, my camp looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, but I kind of gave it like an outdoorsy woodsy type of look oh <laughs> yeah. nice every little bit counts yeah so let's talk about pocket camp let's um, get it yeah because i know you love this game and some people don't <laughs> and <laughs> i think they're okay <laughs> to not like it i get that like mobile games aren't for everybody but i i think this past month i've definitely become more more enamored with the game i would say um <laughs> Because I think up until recently, I was I would play it and I thought I was having a good time, but I, I don't know something recently just clicked, and I think it might have been with like the goals or the new cookies that were coming out were finally ones that I was more interested in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it clicked with me. So I guess did you start playing Pocket Camp right at the beginning? 
I was one of those people that made the uh, fake Australian account. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can so we could play it before it actually came to America. So I've played it almost every day since then. That that's really good. <laughs> Because I definitely yeah. took like three months off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the most I've not played was maybe two or three days. Uh, but other than that, I pretty much play every day. Now, I may not play for long periods every day. I do at least check in. Uh, but uh, I have, for the most part, played almost since day one or day zero. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, day negative like 30 or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, awesome. So, like, what is it that you love about Pocket Camp? What keeps you playing? Uh, most primarily, it's the convenience. Uh, I can just pull it. Now, honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't even play it on my phone. I play it on my iPad, uh, hmm. and I bring my iPad with me back and forth to work, so that whenever I have a free five, ten minutes or whatever, I can do a a rotation of of. Uh, well, I guess I want to know a cycle of giving out bugs and fish right. and shells and stuff, <laughs> uh, and so or I'll or I'll get really low on certain shells or fish or whatever. So I'll uh, I'll go fish in the lake in the river back and forth or whatever to kind of get my stockpile back up. Right, right. Uh, but primarily, it gives me a bite-sized chunk of to, of something to play uh, while I'm waiting. Uh, and it's really not that unfun. Like I don't know. Like I, I find it enjoyable. It, it pretty much encompasses what Animal Crossing is. I know people will be like, "Well, this is boring" or whatever. But it's like you fish, you bug hunt, you shake trees, you decorate. I don't know what more you you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, I do really feel that it has like all the all of the ingredients to an Animal Crossing game in it, um, and. I don't know. I guess uh, I think for me before I was playing on a really terrible phone. So everything was very slow for me to do. <laughs> and it was just stuttering along, just chugging. <laughs> yeah, it must have been like a wild world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. And then but like on top of that, like they didn't have the Pete's parcel service where he delivers all the stuff for you. So yes. right. That was a game changer. Yeah, that really improved it. Because now, like, you don't have to spend all this time going to every single location to give away all of these things. Because then, like, I to I understandably thought of it as a chore at that point. Yeah. Because, like, you have to go through a whole loading screen to get there. And then on my phone, it was just so much slower <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> so it was just like, man, I hope I get there soon because I don't want to play this for an hour and a half. <laughs> but like, that's essentially like if I took my time to play a whole cycle of the game, it was like an hour and a half for me. Yeah, <laughs> and right. By then, I'm like, oh man, I have to do this again in an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Pete's parcel service was was definitely a game changer because it's so fast to just pop, 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 done. Yeah, and then I think like once I started playing on a newer phone and it got it got better. They added the Pete's parcel service. I figured like. You know, I can just focus on like all of the other stuff in this game that I don't really do, but is available to me. Like essentially, 
decorating, like crafting all of the furniture, making friends with all the villagers so you could get their special furniture, which I'm still in the process of. And then even on top of that, like maxing out all of the amenities and stuff. So Right. So, yeah, like once I got to that aspect of the game and I didn't have to be held up by just like the basic feature, which is essentially collect materials to craft and everything slash, you know, give your level up your villagers and everything. Right. Um, So, yeah, once I got past that, I was like, oh, man, there's kind of a lot to do here. Now I'm actually doing like all of the gardening as well. Like whenever it's not a gardening event. I'm still gardening because I want to get like all of the hybrid flowers and enough of those um, hybrids to get like all the different pieces of furniture there. So, Mm. yeah, I mean, the game gives you a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I I almost feel like it's more overwhelming, like if you started now, because there's just like years at this point of updates. Uh, Well, I guess this November, it'll be years of updates. October, if you got it in (laughs) Australian time. (laughs) Um, So I don't know, there's just like a lot for players to jump into. And then on top of that, it's like you... I had to look on another person's file who hadn't played the game before, but you don't unlock the cabin to like level 15 or something. Mm-hmm. And so like there's there's enough progress there. And even like paying off your camper is still at the beginning and there's all the decorating to do there. So I don't know. There's a right. lot of there, there are a lot of rooms that you have access to decorating. Yes. Because um, when yeah, I think two, about it that two way. Two floors, a cabin and an outside to decorate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've got like four spaces. And when you think about it that way, that's like, what, what did we have in population growing? We essentially had the main floor upstairs and downstairs. Right. So, so we even and, have more than that. very limited storage. Yeah. Yeah. Because every piece of storage or whatever could only hold three things total. Yeah. And now we can hold every single thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, which is which is go when you get to the what do we want to come back in New Horizons? That's going to be like my first thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll ask you that now. Like, what features do you want <laughs> from Pocket Camp to be in New Horizons? Storage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have changed my clothes in Pocket Camp more times uh, than in all the other previous games combined. <laughs> Just because I have all the clothes there. Yeah. That you don't have awesome. enough storage to uh to what you call it to store outfits in the other games or whatever. So you pretty much you pick a fit and then you stick with it. So, but now I can. I was like, yeah, I feel like changing my clothes up today, and then take a picture. Uh, so that is the primary thing. It's like I like I like the storage. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like they have to give us more storage. Like we are already seeing that. Instead of the 15 spaces in our inventory, we do have that upgrade to 20. I'm still kind of hoping that we get a a way to upgrade that storage a bit. (laughs) At least like our pocket space, you know? Yes. Um, But like just seeing that, I'm like, okay, I have a pretty good feeling because we're going to be able to decorate outside as well as inside. Like we were already struggling with storage space, just decorating an interior space. Right. Imagine how much oh. harder it is to manage that when we have an entire island to decorate. <laughs> um, it's pretty crazy, you know? So I for sure hope they add that storage. Um, is there other stuff you want added? 
Yeah. Well, the the auto. Well, I mean, I, I can see from the trailer that there's auto stacking. So, but that that makes things so much easier in terms of maintaining your uh your space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, storage is really the the primary thing that absolutely must come over. And then, oh wait, and then the the way that it tells you uh that you ha- what you have and what you don't have. Oh like if you go yes. to the catalog, you can see the things that you're missing so that you can uh kind of fill out whatever section of the stuff that you don't have. Right. That's convenient. Uh yeah. And yeah, and there's kind of two spaces for that too cuz there's um there's like the straight up like craft list where you can see like, oh, I have one of that. I have one of that. None of that, you know, that that will right. essentially signal you with what you have. But then also like right from a menu, like you can look at the entire catalog and see exactly what you're missing there, too. So I don't know. Right. I, I think there there are a couple ways to get to that and no ways to get to that in previous <laughs> Animal Crossing games, which right. is right. annoying. <laughs> you know so yeah i had uh what should we call it uh player's guide books for all the previous games but <laughs> nice. since they don't seem to make these books anymore where they put everything online it's going to be much harder to collect things and keep a track of if you unless they have something like this to where you can just like pull it up on a menu or something yeah yeah but i, I i've been worried about that because i want there to be those player guide books but like prima's gone all digital with things and i'm like man i need i don't know where i'm gonna print this whole thing out (laughs) 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 because you know i'm gonna want to (laughs) i guess you'll find me at like staples or something and you know what actually jackie's still in school about to get paid Uh, jackie's still in school and we found out she gets a really good discount on printing (laughs) so (laughs) so if if it has to be done that way well you know you got to do what you got to do you got to do what you got to do because it just makes it so much easier to keep track of your stuff yeah exactly and i need that catalog i had an app for new leaf that i would go in i remember the first day i got that app i spent i don't know how many hours just going through every piece of furniture and marking them (laughs) nice Um, that that was that was a good day (laughs) (laughs) and i say i say that completely honestly like i thought i felt that i have nothing like getting organized in a video game (laughs) i just told you before we started recording i made my whole lesson plan for all of my students in Fire Emblem. <laughs> and it took me probably like two hours yesterday. And I was like, yes, now I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that you even call it a lesson plan is hilarious. Oh, yeah, I had to. Because <laughs> I, was, I was complaining to Jackie about it. And she, she's doing her PhD. She teaches some classes at college and everything. And so she was. I was like... Uh, and it doesn't tell you like what these people need to learn and all this stuff. And I have to actually like plan it out. And she was like, it's almost like you have to be a real teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Coming from a real teacher, that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was funny. I was like, okay, I have to call this a lesson plan. <laughs> um, so you don't go, you didn't go to like the Serenus for- forests to uh, look it up? Uh, no, I guess. No, I I don't know. I guess I haven't been looking things up because I'm just like, 
I don't know when somebody's going to stick a spoiler in front of me. <laughs> I can't trust yeah. it yet. I'm only on chapter four. so. Oh, my God. You are so far behind. I'm telling you, I every move is agonizing when you're playing on classic mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to really pay attention because if not, your people are dead forever. And that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. So we've talked <laughs> no, about like. Normal casual for me forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could be that person, but I'm in too deep now. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gone too long playing this way, so I, I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> um, so we've talked about kind of like what you wanted from Pocket Camp and everything, but I also want to talk about Pocket Camp itself. Like, what are some shortcomings to it? Because we were talking about kind of a little bit earlier that we wish new items would appear, you know? Yeah, they've done a really good job of creating new items just out of the blue. Uh, things that we had never even seen before, but there's still hundreds of things from the old games that are still not in there. When we get new characters, which is not often enough, they all right. come in through those silly maps that you have to uh, send Gulliver out for over and over and over again, which is annoying in itself. So I miss the old days of when they had a, what was it, a host the most, like host yeah. the most events or whatever, oh, yeah. when you had to get like, you had to, everybody had like five items that you had to craft in order to invite them over. Uh, and then you had another special item at uh, level 15. And then they stopped making new amenities uh, and new essences. So we're still using the same amenities and essences over and over again. And it just seems that they've gone, like, I don't mind uh, them trying to make money with uh, premium items and forge cookies and whatnot. But to, and they've, like I said, they've done a good job with the free stuff in the events, but all the old stuff that they could still put in, uh, that's what they really need to bring back. Yeah, I agree with that completely because it's just like, Basically, the new items we get are through those events. Like, we get, I don't know, five to nine items that didn't exist before. And whereas, like, before, when it did do, like, those host the most things, we'd get new characters. They'd just start showing up around your place. And then all of a the sudden, there were also all of these new things to craft and invite them over to your campsite. But now they're doing the map thing, which I'm terrible at because I'm unlucky. But you you send Gulliver out for six hours. And I'm surprised there's not, like, of all the things to put leaf tickets on to speed up, <laughs> right? they don't have it for this. <laughs> and I'm like, look, nobody's going to speed up crafting an item. They're just going to wait for it. But the Gulliver thing, like, just hurry up. <laughs> right. Hurry it up. And then when he does come back, he's so stingy with the treats. Yeah, he only gives you <laughs> one bronze treat sometimes. And you're just like, dude, I waited six hours. 
why are you do- come on man <laughs> i gave you 10 pieces i well you know what let's be honest i gave you 10 giant dharmas <laughs> right that's, that's, be- that's all you do 10 giant dharmas or 10 modern lamps or something minimal lamps yeah uh, you gotta get me more than just one bronze candy <laughs> uh, do i have to switch it up like is the market too flooded with these things or something what's going on over there <laughs> yeah that's what it is the the whole pocket camp economy is a filled with giant dharmas that no one's buying it really is like that that's essentially the currency at this point (laughs) um but yeah like i really miss when we'd get a new set of villagers and they'd come with their own pieces of furniture because you're totally right like there are series that exist within pocket camp like say the green series or modern series and we don't have every item from those like there's still room for them yeah there's no modern bed yet yeah. And I know Sergio- because I've been wanting to put it in my house forever, in my RV, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, and Sergio needs that for his bedorium. Yes. <laughs> his play- his campsite was all beds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you selling them? No, they were just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nothing but nap time, which is funny for Sergio because he doesn't sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, not at all. Not a cat at all. Yeah, you got to sleep more, Sergio. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I going to say on top of that item stuff? I don't remember, but I miss it. I really do miss it. And, you know, they do focus on bringing, I feel like every week we get a new fortune cookie. And that's got new items. But uh, like you said, like that's a premium thing, which is fine because I've spent hours and hours on this game so every once in a while i'll throw them some money and i'm like good job developers i I like this yes but but, like to have it like so heavily focused in that direction um i feel like at some point people are going to notice it a little bit more um especially because like the only new items we've been getting are from the events you know right yeah right and like i said there's just way too many old items from the old games that are just not there that they can just throw in there which and would make people ecstatic yeah yeah so here is this reminds me of what my kind of prediction i alluded to earlier um was but like i said i'd really like them to bring back um giving us more to craft and you know what? We do have a game on the way that's going to give us more to craft. So what we know about New Horizons so far, at least what we've heard from the developers, is that I don't, they're still working on kind of the Pocket Camp connection with the game. But they did mention that they plan on having shared events or, or something shared. So. Mm-hmm. I think they can use that opportunity to give us the same things to craft in Pocket Camp as they do in New Leaf, you know? Um, mm, yeah. Maybe get away from that, like, premium stuff and be like, hey, these items are brand new to this New Horizons game. Here's a taste of what you can make. And so, like, they give us some items in Pocket Camp. They gave us some items in New Horizons. I think that's a really cool way to kind of have them connected in some way, you know? Yeah, like like I'm sitting on 999 craft items for everything. Yeah, I sell them constantly. <laughs> yeah, so clearly, and I'm I can't be the only one who's like this or whatever because now you set now it sells automatically. 
Yeah. Uh, except for when it's in your mailbox. So clearly everyone is sitting on all these materials that they're not using. So, and crafting was like the thing uh, that set Pocket Camp apart from everything else. So yeah. the fact that they've just abandoned it uh, all willy-nilly to make everything about, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Fortune Cookies, which, like I said, is fine because it's a free game. So I think developers should be entitled to some sort of a compensation for their efforts. But it's just so fortune cookie premium wig uh heavy and not enough just stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we need just more stuff in it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, and like they haven't even updated like the the regular five hundred bell fortune cookies ever. They haven't updated the uh Timmy and Tommy shop or the Able Sisters clothes or Kix's mm-hmm. uh, shoe store. Like, none mm-hmm. of that stuff has been updated since day one. Yeah, it's all been the same stuff. And you know what? Let me complain about that, too, because I'm still <laughs> missing one item from those fortune cookies, <laughs> like the free ones. And I literally ate like 30 of them today and still did not get that one item. <laughs> um, Is it that, that, that Nook's Homes yeah. shop? Yep, it's the Nook's Homes model. I I managed to get two more board games, which I was fine with because I like those the best out of like the other two available, um, mm. at least like the four star items in that one. But I have not gotten the Nook's Homes model. And that's the only thing from the fortune cookies that I'm missing. And you would think that like, you know, we can use one of our tickets to get um, a free item from any of like the premium fortune cookies, but there's no way to just straight up buy one of the items from the regular fortune cookies. Right. Yeah, like, bells are useless unless you're going to... Well, after you pay off your RV, they're pretty much useless until... Uh, unless you want to build that gaudy gold furniture that <laughs> I don't think anybody really wants to make. Yeah, I'm going to, eventually, when I <laughs> when I finally have everything built for every character... I'm going to I'm going to start focusing on that. I have enough for two of them right now. <laughs> but okay. and and that's they're expensive. They are so expensive. Um not only with like bells, but also the amount of sparkle stones you need and the amount of essences you need. I think you need 100 elegant essences for each of them. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, well, it's finally something to use them on because without any new amenities, they're just, I'm sitting on like almost 999 of those too. That's very true. I'm nowhere near that. I don't know why. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it is, there's not a lot to use a lot of these items for anymore. And I think that's the new, re, I guess the rebalancing that they need to do with that game. Right. So, I mean, like I said, they're doing great with uh, three sets of new items every month with the three events. Yeah. But if you're not doing an event, there's like nothing. That's it. Everything else you have to pay for. Yeah, definitely. All right, everybody. Well, um, you know what? I'm looking at the clock right now. I know I still have some things to do before a game night tonight. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to go through these Haken Villager corner answers very quickly this time around. Um, but I do really like this question and was interested in what both of your thoughts were. But 
We, uh, you mentioned a bit earlier that we we're getting rumors for a Nintendo Direct either this week or next week at some point in September, you know? So if there is a Nintendo Direct, do you think we'll see New Horizons? Um, I guess, Sergio, you want to start with that? I see a 60-40 split, 60% chance we won't see it, unfortunately. Ooh, bad odds for us. <laughs> 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 what about you, Quantrell? Uh... I am going to, okay, so I'm going to go in not expecting a single thing. That way, if something is shown, I'll be surprised. Nice. That That's that's my life motto right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going in with zero expectations at this point. I've been, I've had a hard year of waiting for this yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if we, between the, the January, February direct, whatever that was, and the whole tax day fiasco, just expect nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And even like a year ago today, we still did not know if they were making an Animal Crossing game. Right. <laughs> right. So it's been hard on my heart, I think. <laughs> I'm ready to not live that life. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. So just, just expect nothing. Hope for the best. Yeah. I think that's a good way to live. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Sergio, let's go ahead and go back and forth on their answers real quick. Do you want to start with this one? Yes. So the first answer this week is from Kakulu, and they say, I don't think so. I think if we get anything, it'll just be the same trailer over again, maybe with a few extra tidbits. September's Direct is going to be about Luigi's Mansion and Smash characters. Sad face. Oh. <laughs> or angry face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I, I flipped my head the other way and saw the angry face. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'd do, like, the same trailer. I think they'd actually do a new one if we did see it. Um, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like, expect nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry to be a downer. I mean, that's just how I'm feeling these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Winnie World said, I'm a glass half full kind of friend. I absolutely think we will see something Animal Crossing, even if it's just a little that would work for me. Sure, they have a lot of games coming out sooner than Animal Crossing and pretty close to the direct, but it's also a big early next year game. It was also meant to come out this year, and if I were on the team, I personally would feel bad for delaying it, so I would have to include it. I could see them throwing a little something in because of the delay, just to keep us happy. Nothing big, but that's okay. And that's actually, I I like that way of looking at it, like, looking at, uh, just imagining the Nintendo developers sitting around there, and they're like, oh man, we should probably do something because we delayed this thing. How about we, like, (laughs) uh, give them a good trailer or something? (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, and right now would be a good time, because I feel like Nintendo knows the the hype is sort of slowing down a bit, so definitely right now would be a good time to kickstart it again. Yeah, and I want to be clear, too, like... Once Pokemon comes out in November, it's essentially a four-month gap before anything else comes from Nintendo. So I think this is their chance, like, before their big holiday season starts going, before they start pushing toward that, just put out a little news that it's like, oh, yeah, we have all this cool stuff coming out now, but here's what's coming out in the next year, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's yeah, their time likely, to say it. Right, because this is probably the last direct before... Next year, right? Yeah. Usually the September one, they don't usually have, after November, they usually shut down shop, do they not? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're quiet during that, that month. And, you know, they don't really need to say anything. Everybody's having fun with their Switch yeah. and playing <laughs> whatever just came out, you know? Yeah. Do y'all know when the Game Awards are? 
They are usually in December. I, I yes. think pretty early in December, the first half. Mm-hmm. Okay, because usually there's something during that show, too. Yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild, too. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> Do not mind seeing that. <laughs> nice. So the next answer is by Layalatron, and he says... I doubt it. They're probably going to focus on everything that's available before Christmas as the holiday season is not that far away now. And this is a very good point because there's so many games. It's it's insane the amount of games that are going to be out before the year ends. Definitely they have they would have it covered if if there's a direct they have enough games to talk about. Yeah, between Nintendo's game, third-party games and like indie games, there's just so much there. Yes. For sure. Um Honey Ocean said I have to say we will, only because I might wilt and wither away if I don't have hope. I'm hoping we'll get a teeny, teeny bit of info, maybe just some new villager designs or a new teaser trailer or something. And then in January, we get a big, big direct. Here's to hoping for anything at all. <laughs> well, I, I feel like we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I feel like I can't hope at this point. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'll wither away. <laughs> um, but I get those sentiments for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Dogbert says, Apologies for the pessimism, but I don't think New Horizons will show up. There's far too many other upcoming games they can show, and the release is too far off. Once Pokemon is out of the way, I believe they will be in a much better chance to see Animal Crossing New Horizons in the new year. So they're expecting it from January or after, which I think makes sense. It, it also fits Nintendo's most recent style of, you know, showing games when they're ready, mostly. Yeah, and I I mean, though I'm saying, like, expect nothing, I do need to look at how Nintendo has been handling their marketing right now, because essentially, like, now that we're going to be getting closer, like, post-Pokemon, we're going to be very close to New Horizons, so I expect regular updates on Twitter, you know, just how they've been doing with other games, where they're like, like Astral Chain this past week was just like, going crazy on Nintendo's um, Twitter account. So yeah, yeah, their Twitter is going to be the place to look at for sure. (laughs) And then our final answer is from Indie Sarah. And she said, Animal Crossing is an optimistic game. These critters give me all kinds of hope every day and being thoroughly impressed as I catch fish to remind me bad times are only times that are bad. To not believe New Horizons is on its way <laughs> is for me to not believe in Animal Crossing itself. I simply won't do it. <laughs> nice. So there we go. What's the yeah? What's the good luck item that we need to wear? Oh man, <laughs> it changes all the time, and I never have it. <laughs> it it's a hard life. <laughs> um, cool. So Quantrell, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It was very fun to talk to you. I was excited yeah, to have you definitely. on. Definitely, guys. It's been a blast, and if you're bored and need someone else to come back on i've got nothing else to do (laughs) (laughs) awesome do you have anything that like you want to plug or anything uh no because as soon as we get off here i'm going straight back to the switch (laughs) awesome (laughs) sounds good i guess go do my lesson plans oh yeah you got to build them out otherwise you never know what (laughs) how your students are gonna end up they could you know it could be bad (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. 
Just follow the link in the description and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, me, and Quantrell. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. You can support our show with just $1, have an episode dedicated to you, get special access to the secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money toward great things on the show, including this new art that you get to enjoy today. Tuned in on YouTube? The comment are the comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. Do you think we'll see Animal Crossing New Horizons in the next direct? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. Good evening.